everybody and welcome to the PR podcast, giving you guys a better insight on how to master your bodies and raising your PRs in and outside the gym. My name is Joseph. I'm here with my two amazing hosts, Annabelle. Hi. And Morgan. Hello, hello. How are we feeling today, guys? Good. Fantastic. How are you, you feeling, <laughs> Morgan? I'm feeling great. I love that shirt. Why? It represents who you are and why we're here today and what's going to be happening next week. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> He's so nervous. <laughs> She's not already. I'm not ready. You're ready. This, this is an episode about Morgan, guys. This is a uh, Arnold Arnold inter- interview. Yeah. yeah. We have questions. And you have answers. Yes, I do. It's like you're finishing my sandwiches. But before that, let, let's 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 bring up the people to speed and so talk about talk about the burger challenge. How's we're, that going? We're officially day 19. 19. I'm about to, I need to post my picture. I've already had my burger today. And it's going great. It's getting to the point where I think I'm going to just keep this going. <laughs> <laughs> because 75 hard burger edition. Yeah, 75 hard. <laughs> yeah, because like I've just been buying like this really good quality like ground beef. It's like a grass-fed beef and it tastes so good. And it just, I just love it. I bought, I bought like this organic cheese now and I buy these really good buns and um, like jalapenos and I buy these um, uh, butter, um, but buttered pickles or something like that. Bre- oh, bread and butter pickles. Is that what it's um, called? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They're like kind of like, pick, or like sweeter. Yeah. Like, like sweet. Yeah. Really, really sweet pickles. And so I, I got like a good like routine going on and then, and then Bree's on board now. So she's been eating the burgers. So she, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so ever since it just makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I look forward to it now. It's going to be nice to have your burgers made. I'm just kidding. I feel like the homemade burgers <laughs> taste better than any burger you could buy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure they do. For sure. Yeah. They taste so good. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. And uh, Bree did the peanut butter thing yesterday. And what'd she say? I almost packed her bags in. What? <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> no, um, she, she said it was good. She was like, you can't really even taste the peanut butter. And I'm like, no, why are you doing it? Stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could taste it. Mm. It gives it a nice little. I think she purposely did like a really thin layer just in case. Mm. But she said it was good. And she did it again today. And I just, you know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that answers your um What's what's the word I'm looking for? Doubt. Your doubt. Yeah, and she did it because she said she heard you do it on, the, on here on the podcast. I'm like, well, you can't listen to the podcast no more then. <laughs> clearly, Morgan's a bad influence. Sasha, <laughs> what other food creations can you come up with? Joseph's gonna be eating his burger. It's like, damn, Reed, this this burger is amazing. What'd you put in here? There's peanut butter in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the meat. It's just like I just folded it in. <laughs> oh jeez. I do want to do that. Um. The egg thing you said. You make the hole in the middle, put the egg in there. I still want to try that out. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> difficult because I tried, to, I tried to do it again the second time, but the second time I overcooked the egg and I burned the meat. Yeah, because you have to like, <laughs> I figure it out. You have to time it. Yeah, you have to cook the meat for a little while first. So you cook, yeah, you cook one side and then you flip it and you let that side cook for a little bit and then you crack the egg in there. You got to time it perfectly. So and then you got to cover it too, so that it oh, it cooks on top, top with the steam. Yeah. <clears throat> but I wasn't paying attention the second time I did it; and it just was all messed up. <laughs> have any new creations with yours? No, I've you actually gone super one? basic. Oh, oh, oh I, I mean the burger one, the pizza one. You're gonna do pizza and then a like a Hawaiian. I was all talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. I, right after that week, I was like, this "What? I gotta much. eat a burger. I just grab a bun, meat." And a cheese. No, I don't want to cut 
tomato, le- uh, <laughs> onion, lettuce, nothing. Just eat a burger and that's it. I just got lazy. You had to keep that going while you're in Ohio. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm holding you to that. But I'm going to cook them. I'm going to cook them. So shouldn't be a problem because I have an Airbnb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Full, full kitchen. And it's not like, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's not like I'm like doing a bodybuilding show where I have to look lean. I feel like you should go experiment with some burgers out there in Ohio. The day, probably after competition. Um, How much longer are you going to be out there after the show? Um, so I, I fly in Wednesday. So I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I compete Saturday. I'll be there Sunday and I leave Monday um, afternoon ish. Mm. Oh, okay. So I'll be there a good amount of time. Got some time. Got some time. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. When I when uh, Brie and I went to San Francisco uh, last year, we went to some good burger places out there, man. And you know, I'm just a sucker for burgers. For a good burger. Yeah. Annie. How's your burgers been? Oh, it's fine. It's good. I'm ready to be done, though. <laughs> like, I kind of miss your lettuce wraps? other kind of stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I go <laughs> out to eat, like, so when I've been going out to eat, like, I'll get a real burger, like, with a bun. But then that means, like, I sacrifice on the fries. And if they have mm-hmm. sweet potato fries, it's kind of like, oh. Because mm-hmm. I would rather have sweet potato fries than a bun if I'm going to do carbs. Mm. But it's not bad. It's good. It's been fun. Yeah, it's see, I think that's where I'm having the okay. I think that's the reason why I'm so okay because I'm I'm bulking, so my calories are so high anyway. So I could do like the bun and the sweet potato fries, and yeah, yeah not be so restricted. Yeah, I just started a cut this week, so that's why <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like you you're like limited. Somewhere. Yeah, you gotta plan your meals yeah. right. Yeah, that's the only thing that oh, that's right. That that's... sucks because for like for. The week of competition, I'm going to be tracking my sodium. Mm. So it's going to be kind of difficult, you know. Well, not really, I guess, because I've no, I cooked my own ground yeah. beef. It's fine. Okay. It's just going to suck because I like putting be season, season it. Well, you could use like hot sauce, like if it's not one of the low no, sodium. Well, they have there. low sodium ketchup. No. You're just meat and bread. So at least during the <laughs> meet, I'm eating burgers backstage for my squad. Hey. Hold my burger, coach. <laughs> There's all chalk on it. <laughs> Let me go hit a PR real quick. Pull out of your singlet. <laughs> all right. Okay. So that's basically what we're gonna do today. We're gonna ask you anything and everything we could think of. Shoot. I'm about ready. the meat, and not about the meat. About you. Okay. <laughs> we go. We go get to know you real good. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, I think uh, obviously I'm a competitor as well. Mm-hmm but in a different sport. So I like to see how similar like our mindsets are when it comes to competition. Mm-hmm. Like what is your driving force behind a competition? Like why do you want a power lift? Why do you choose to do competitions in the first place? Like why not just power lift and just be strong? What, what drives you to compete? Well, let's see. So I played sports since I was small my entire life. I played soccer. That was the first sport I played. And then moved into high school, started playing football, track, pretty much anything in between. And then after that, I didn't really have anything else. I didn't have any competitions. It was just bodybuilding. I was like, okay, I'm gonna get jacked and swole. But for me, after a while, it kind of got boring. So I like building muscle, but I had thought about bodybuilding. I was like, oh, that looks fun. But I was like, um, it's not really. So it wasn't really in there for me. And then I found out about powerlifting. I was like, oh shit, you could, actually compete and do this like 
as a sport and be have fun competition. So I was craving that competition to compete against other people and just make it more fun. Um, again, it's it's a different sport because it's very it's it's not like any other sport, like a team sport, where if someone else messes up, you know, you guys could lose. This is kind of on you, and I like that. It's like okay, you put in the hard work, um, you don't slack off. You you can't lie to yourself because then you're gonna fail or you're gonna do bad at the competition. So I like that pressure of just doing what you have to do day in, day out, and then going to the competition and showing what you could do. But at the same time, it's weird because, say for example, I'm competing against another guy who's just 100 pounds stronger than me. There's nothing I could do about it. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm, just, I'm not gonna magically be able to do 100 pounds more. Mm-hmm. So it's kind, of, it's kind of cliche how they say, but you're only competing against yourself, but in reality you are because you really can't compete against others. The only way you can compete against others is, uh, for example, um, in play scenes, like in 2018 that at Raw Nationals, that was fun because backstage, I felt the hype. I felt like the pressure. I was like, oh, man, this is cool. So I would lift, and then you'll see the, the guy that lifts after you where they lift, and then the, the play scenes, the, the standings change a little bit, and then you kind of got to strategize, okay, I got to lift this to go back in this position, and then should I go for this lift? Because if I miss it, then this guy's going to be ahead of me. So it's it's pretty, it's fun. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it, it's just, I don't know. It just gets super hype back there. Yeah. Um, so that's what this competition is going to be about because you can't win anything. There's nothing to win. There's no comp, there's no championship. There's no uh, chance to go to Worlds. It's it's more like hype. It's more uh, people are going to go out and try to be PR, uh, put up a good performance. And my personal goal is just to beat my previous total because I haven't beat that total since 2018 because at 2019 nationals I was injured so I went in there just because I had paid for everything I was like well I'm gonna show up because that's something I told myself if I'm gonna do something I'm gonna show up no matter what so I did it but I knew realistically it was not gonna be that great but I ended up placing anyway so that's pretty cool yeah and that's a I guess that's like one of the benefits about powerlifting competitions is that you have judges, but the judges don't really determine if you win or lose. Obviously, they're watching your your depth and and whatnot. Yeah. But like, if you're just better, you're better. You're gonna win. Yeah. You know, obviously, bodybuilding is very subjective, depending on who the panel of judges are, mm-hmm. and so you really don't know what's happening. You know, until the end of the show. Where for powerlifting, you can see right away where your placing is, and you kind of, like you said, kind of mess around with it all, mm-hmm. which I think is awesome. I love, yeah. I love, I love that. Yeah, it's cool and. I guess depending on the person, because sometimes you go into the meet and you kind of already know, okay, I'm probably going to fall in between this. Like these two guys. These, the, yeah, this yeah. placing, like have a shot for maybe top three or you're not going to place. So you kind of already know mentally. And the roster is released, right? So you can yeah. see like who else mm-hmm. has signed up and mm-hmm. with social media, you get to kind of see like. Yeah, everybody follows each other. So you see okay. where everybody's doing. So there's no surprises. That's so different than um, I'm sure than it but used then to be. In, then again, the, the thing with social media, it's it doesn't tell the whole story because there's people that are putting up big lifts, but they might not be at weight. They might be 10, 15 pounds heavier than their actual competition mm-hmm. um, where they actually compete at. So mm-hmm. that extra weight is going to make you be stronger. But then when they cut down, they lose that strength. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I've done that myself. So my biggest, for example, my biggest deadlift was 600 pounds for a triple. But I was like 158, 
you know, that's that's a good amount of weight. And then for me to cut back down to 145. <laughs> that's a good amount of weight, yeah. You know, so like right now I can't it's do that. <laughs> I could probably do it for singles, but I can't do it for a triple. Yeah. yeah. So, so social media doesn't tell the entire story. And then again, some people only train one lift on a certain day. So, for example, some people will have a, just a, like a deadlift day or a bench day. I've had those in the past. And yeah, if you're going there fresh, you're going to hit up a good number. But if you're in the competition and after you squat, after you bench, then you deadlift, you're not fresh anymore. Mm. So you really don't know what they could put up. Some people are freaks. They'll, they'll still do it anyway, but some people don't. Like I, I'll, I get tired. I'm not one of those freaks. So I have to train like I compete. What is the overall goal for you? Like, what do you want to end with powerlifting? Like, what do you, what kind of mark do you want to leave? Like, is your goal to be the best in the world at, at your weight? Or is it just, I just want to do my best, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To me, saying the best in the world is kind of, like, I don't, I feel like that's up to the people to decide who. Like, that's their opinion. My thing is to be consistently great every year yeah and then at the end of it when i'm done it's going to speak for itself so in my head right now i'm like okay i'm 30 for the next decade i want to be in the conversation for the top parlors in, in the nation yeah. in the world that's my goal right now yeah and then if i put it in put put the hard work in whatever happens happens i'm not going to let that the outcome decide how i'm gonna feel about myself because i know i put in the work so as being a bodybuilder, obviously we go through peak weeks. What is the peak week like for powerlifters? So for powerlifters, it's not a peak week. It's more like a, it depends on your, your body weight, yeah. uh, how much you lift. Uh, it's different for some is a week. Uh, if you're a very light athlete, like a very light female, very light guy, it could be like a week. Uh, well, actually, no, I'm, 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 the taper is probably like a week, but it, it's more like a month or a little bit more. So basically what it looks like for us, we're basically just raising the intensity up higher and higher. So higher percentages. So you're going above 90%. Some people push it to like a hundred percent. Um, in my case, for example, my coaches have me pushing to about 95% of my estimated one max, just to kind of build those, uh, you know, neurological adaptations. Cause the strength could be there, but if you're not pushing it, you're not adapting to that. I can't just go in there to competition, just throw on some heavy weight on my back. It's not going to, my body's not going to be able to push it. So you got to kind of build that skill over and over and over. Um, so it takes weeks. So for example, uh, four weeks ago, I did my first heavy single, which was at 90%. And then the next week it was 92.5%. And this week I'm doing 95%. And then I have the option of going heavier depending on how my last single goes. So that's what a peak looks like. And then you kind of, everybody does it differently, but you kind of want to keep the same amount of volume in there because you don't want to be dropping volume too much because then you might detrain. And then by the time you get to competition, since you haven't been in doing so much volume, you're not as strong as you potentially could be. So you, you kind of have to find the sweet spot to be able to push your body heavier and heavier, but maintain that threshold of volume so you don't lose that strength by the time you get there some people just lift, lift heavy 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 cut volume and then when they get to competition they're weak yeah because they're just detrained already so it's like a sweet spot and everybody's different so it's kind of it's kind of hard to gauge 
Do you um, stop training any amount of days before the competition? Like, do you, do you usually take like that Friday off before Saturday comp? Um, or so, is it like a light day? Yeah. So in the past, I've done take two days off before competition. So say I'm competing Saturday, I'll take off Thursday, Friday. So it's usually two days for me. And what do you do in those days? I just chill. Just chill. Do you do any type of like special like recovery or any type of special prep for the joints? You're doing a 45 minute walk outdoors at least. Yeah. <laughs> this just time. This time. <laughs> well, I do that anyway yeah, just yeah. because I like to look at the location, oh, what's yeah. going on, sightsee. Because every competition that I do now, it's at a different state, different city. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So it's like a mini vacation, you know. Um, but I just chill. I kind of, because I do do a water cut. Most of the times, I'm just chugging water, monitoring my weight. That's it. How's the water cut for you? How do you go? How do you how do you go about that? It's pretty easy because I keep my body weight about three to five percent from my competition weight, which mm-hmm. is 145. So, um, the heaviest water cut I've done was 152, which was I think it was in 2018 at states right here in rancho i think you went to that meet mm-hmm. so i was one 152 and then i did a water cut when actually that one was kind of kind of rough because i was still over like four hours before competition i weighed myself like oh shoot i'm still like a pound over so i had to get in the um i took a hot bath uh, oh i remember you talking because i went to that meet yeah that was the first power so i've been to too yeah i took i took a hot bath <laughs> and i <laughs> I got there late, so I dropped a pound, but I got there late, and I was, like, dehydrated. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, why did I do this? This was my first time ever doing a hot bath. Yeah. Um, but I was fine, actually. I felt pretty good. Um, I, w- I don't think I was affected much because, yeah, that's actually the my, be- my best squat came from that meet. So I haven't beat that squat. So you, you can't say it was a bad water cut. Um, you walked away with some yeah. state records or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so it went pretty good. <laughs> yeah. uh, this last meet, I was at 148. And it was fairly easy. Just drank some water and then I just peed. <laughs> and I actually was able to eat and drink water going into weigh-ins because I was under. So I would end, when I weighed myself in the morning, I was like three pounds under. So that mm-hmm. I started drinking water because it was too low. You just want to be like right at the, you know, at the weight. Because yeah. then you don't want to be hydrating so much before competition because it's two-hour weigh-in. So I don't have the luxury like these other federations have, which is 24-hour weigh-in. It's just oh, two hours. Yeah, so it's just two hours. So it's pretty easy. You just drink a lot of water, like double the water, and then mm-hmm. you pee a lot, and then yeah. Some people don't understand. Like, if you don't drink enough water, you retain water, mm-hmm. and so the more water you drink, your body wants to get rid of it and flush yeah, your it body's out. Body smarter mm-hmm. than you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't really do much sodium manipulation because it's such a small water cut. Just by drinking a lot more, I just start peeing more. But after, I make sure I hydrate and get my sodium in me. And all, and electrolytes, so yeah. Okay get that pedialyte Every, part of the things in the bag is just it's like bodybuilding it's a bunch of pedialyte in the back just <laughs> a bunch of babies bananas yeah, yeah. i know babies powerlifters bodybuilders yeah. and hungover people bunch of babies <laughs> everywhere <laughs> yeah, just That's like you weigh yourself universal you weigh yourself yeah. and you just you see all the lifters like they weigh themselves they're all naked walking out already drinking pedialyte they don't even have their clothes back on it's like it's all running down yeah. their body <laughs> so it's pretty funny it's That's pretty awesome. cool so in a perfect world, let's say everything goes perfectly according to plan. What's your total for uh, at the end of the meet? 
what's my total? I think okay, so we're gonna go conservative at the meet just because you guys, as you guys know, I had uh, my quad strain and mm-hmm. then my pec strain. So, <laughs> so we're gonna be just to the yeah, main, you, you know, know muscles you, you know, use. It's only a month out, but whatever. <laughs> so we're gonna play conservative, and um, if everything goes well, the numbers I should hit is about um, like a five oh one, five oh seven squat. Um, 375-ish bench, um, and a 600 deadlift, which are very doable, I think, in my opinion, because I've I've hit though I've hit the bench (laughs) and I've hit the squat. You know, right now, but we'll see though, because I think the American record is still 375.05 pounds. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna tell the coaches, hey, if it's in the me, like, let me. Let me take a shot at it. Like, let me get it back. I'm <laughs> bring it back home. And um, the squat, I wanted a bigger squat. I wanted like a 518 squat. But because of what happened, they're going to play conservative. Same with deadlift. But it's all going to depend on what happens on Saturday. And how you're feeling. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So so we're looking like at 1470-ish, 1480-ish total if everything goes well. Or maybe more if we see like things are going well and like, okay, let's push a little bit more but that's the game plan right now 1470 ish and uh this is your first time actually competing with coaches correct yeah somebody yeah so yeah. how do you feel like this prep well right? no no so for nationals i actually had my friend josh go with me so he coached me for like three months mm-hmm. um but it was just for that time because i didn't want to go by myself to nationals i wanted someone to be there handling me and all that stuff so technically it's not the first time but actually working with like a couple of months leading into a competition. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's the first time. How, how does it feel working with these coaches? Uh, you, was it a different plan than what you were programming yourself? Actually, no. Okay, so pretty no. identical. Um, there's a lot of similarities. Um, only thing is, because they follow a DUP um, periodization program, so it's kind of... Come on. Uh, <laughs> Explain that in bodybuilding terms. <laughs> so it's yeah. like <laughs> daily undulated periodization. So basically you Explain have three that. days. You have to, <laughs> it's like you spread out um, the training throughout three days. So just to make it simple, it would be like power, hypertrophy, um, hypertrophy, strength, and power, basically. Uh, so you would just kind of have like a, to make it easy, light day, medium day, moderate day, kind of you spread it out to three different days of training. So eight, six, four repetitions throughout the week so monday wednesday friday as an example to make it easy mm-hmm. it's a little bit more complex but it's just like that so that's kind of what i would use um only thing i would spread it out to two weeks because i would only train uh the movements twice a week but then the that would fall into the the second week for me okay so instead of me doing it all in one week i would spread it onto two weeks but they do it all in one week so it's a lot more volume that i'm accustomed to that's the only difference um, but everything else is pretty pretty basic. Like in the beginning of the, of the program, when I started working with them, I hardly spoke to my coach just because I knew what to do. They sent the program. I was like, hey, cool. Um, but I knew a coach was going to come in clutch when it got closer to competition and things like this with the injury happened and where they have to make close calls and like change things on the fly. So my coaches have been on top of it. Like I, they've just been there. It's It's really good it's so much weight off my shoulders because in the past I'd be stressing, okay, what do I got to change here? And when you're doing it yourself, it's hard to be very um, objective on what you need to do. But when you have somebody else do it for you, you, you like your emotions come out, don't play in, uh, 
don't don't mean anything anymore mm-hmm. because they they make the calls. So I'm gonna ask probably the most important question, and then it would be my last one, and Annie can take over after this. <laughs> Do you stop having sex the week of competition? No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. I need to make sure every every training session is 100, percent and we all know that it helps with performance. Hey, <laughs> you so, heard it here, guys. Yeah. He does not stop. I don't know if you guys have been noticed, but I have a lot of dark chocolate and pineapple lately. A lot. Yeah. You're yeah. starting a trend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to everybody that's <laughs> been posting that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he got excited. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, shout out to, um, I have seen uh, one of our fellow listeners, my friend too, Nate. He's been posting a lot about it. I love it's, seeing it's, it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> like, he'll just do like his yeah. little boomerangs or like yeah. his posts. That's cool. But, um, yes, all the sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most important question <laughs> i'm happy with that answer <laughs> okay you asked a lot of really good questions so yeah, um, i'm not, gonna try not I had them to all not written down I, just, okay. I literally just had his weight and the word peak week oh no. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> you took no joke so um for those people that might not know uh this is your third meet no fourth how many okay yeah let us know how many meets have you done i've done let me see and maybe what years, if you remember? Okay, so the first meet I ever did was in 2017, I want to say. Yeah, 2017, but I was injured. Oh, pulled groin? Uh, I that? had a... That doesn't sound like you. I <laughs> 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 know, a bunch of injuries, right? Yeah, that time I was injured, but that was just dumb injury because I went to New York for that meet, mm. and I was averaging like... Uh, 20 miles per day just walking and I wasn't used, accustomed to that when over here I barely walk at that time in my life like a mile or two per day and over there I, w- I went a week a week and a half before the competition I went on my vacation with my friend because mm. uh, it was for our birthdays and we had it already planned so I was like eh whatever um, so I ended up pulling my hamstring actually in New York when I was training I was training at a place called Squats Squats and Science super dope place um and then I, I hurt myself. So that was the first meet. So I don't really count it. But again, I showed up because I said, that's just what I do. So I showed up, um, squatted. My third squat, I pulled my hamstring. I benched and I couldn't deadlift. So I just left it there. Um, but that was a fun meet because a bunch of my friends came out. It was like San Diego area. It was, it was super cool, super fun. Uh, the second meet I did was States in 2018. Um, I won that one. I won best lifter, broke a couple of state records. I got the American record for bench. Um, and then 2018 nationals, raw nationals. I went there, competed, got third. And then I took a whole year off because I, I was dealing with some like minor aches. So I was like, I don't want to go. I wanted to go to the Arnold that year, but I felt like I wasn't healthy. And just because I had the history of being injured in the past I was like let me let my body get better and then so I took an entire year off and then I competed recently at 2019 nationals so was that four four meets one <laughs> two three four four meets four meets okay four meets within like three years yeah less, less oh. than three years actually cool yeah okay realistic um, yeah it's more like two years two and some change You asked so many of these questions. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so other than injury, what's the thing that uh, is most detrimental to like your training or your performance leading up, like other than injury? Sleep. Okay. <laughs> Not to stress you out, but name everything that can go wrong. <laughs> sleep, 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 sleep. When I don't sleep well, my training sucks. Okay. How yeah. long did it take you to like realize that? And what do you do to make sure that you get enough sleep? Um, so, okay. So it's not like I don't. It, I notice right away. Like When I don't sleep, the next day it suffers. Sometimes the next day is okay, but then the, the following day suffers. Mm-hmm. So I already know that. And it's not that I don't want to sleep it's just because i have so many things going on in my life because i don't have the typical like like i don't have a set schedule and i don't have like i can't just clock in somewhere and then leave and go home and not worry about work till the next day like i go to sleep sometimes with like stresses i I wake up and i have a call in the middle of the night like hey this is going on so sometimes it's, it's just i can't help it it's just part of part of my life so sleep is hard sometimes um and it's usually due to stress that i can't sleep but i try my best (laughs) (laughs) and i can't smoke weed because water is against it damn it um how are you so strong and have such a low body fat percent um (laughs) so i would say just because i've been training for so long now like and I, I, my roots did start off with bodybuilding. Um, I think that's where I started building the, most of my muscle on my frame. And then I think I'm pretty much, I think I'm pretty much almost capped off. Like, I don't know how much more muscle I could put on my frame. Cause I've been the same size for so many years. I've done bulking and bulking and I stay around the same body weight. Um, so it came to a point when I just got tired of cycling on and off, on and off, bulking, cutting, bulking, cutting. I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to maintain and get stronger. So I've been getting stronger and maintaining, but every year my body composition changes. I just look leaner at a, at a smaller weight, <laughs> yeah. but I'm bigger. It's just over time. It's just the way it is. It's just crazy because like uh, power lifters and strong men and stuff are kind of like lumped in the same like strength performance category and like strong men a little bit more than powerlifters, like are bigger guys and yeah. girls like you know they're they just have a lot more body weight and like you look like you're like prepping for a bodybuilding show yeah sometimes. well i think <laughs> i think the trend just pale the, the it's starting to become more um because when i first started powerlifting you didn't see many guys that were jacked and powerlifting maybe a few but now when you go to these top events the top guys and girls are freaking jacked mm-hmm. at their weight class like they're not overweight or anything most of the most of them are jacked and fitted and lean mm-hmm. so it's just part of the game now that's scary yeah yeah <laughs> when i went to your when i went to your meet <laughs> there was these guys and they're you know like definitely like you know six seven hundred pounds and their body fat percent was like crazy low mm-hmm. and yeah it looked like they're getting ready for like a bodybuilding competition like but they're strong as hell yeah, yeah. it's very natural now like, i was like test that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you no. see it you no. see it everywhere now so it's not it's not like something out of this world now you see the top people are very lean and jacked yeah that's good start a new trend i like that yeah yeah that stigma of um where 
people think that powerlifters just eat whatever they want and they don't care about diet. There's some of those, mm-hmm. uh, but usually the top people they they care. Yeah. Because if you don't care, you're gonna to you're, your you're gonna fall behind. Yeah, because the sport, the amount of people that are in it now, the level of competition is just r- like rising and rising and rising. If you fall asleep, you're gonna stay behind. And it's also the science too. There's, there's a lot more knowledge now too. Mm. I think that's I think that's why people are going more the route of the healthier body fat percentage. Because mm. obviously, if your body fat is a, is healthier, better within ranges, your performance is gonna be better too. And it's something powerlifters like to talk about actually, it's Wilkes Wilkes score. So mm. the less body body weight you have compared to your total ratio gives you a Wilkes score. It's like a calculation. So the leaner you are, the less you weigh, the higher Wilkes you're going to have. So I was going to go into my next question. So like because of the Wilkes score, like have you ever considered competing in a higher uh, weight class? No. And why not? Because the next weight class is 163 pounds. Okay. That's, that's that'd be like a big jump. jump. That's a big jump. <laughs> yeah. Like if I was if I was to. close to it, yeah, it would I would not be cutting down to 145. The reason I'm doing 145 is because it's three, four pounds under my Basically, walking weight. Yeah. Uh, that's the only reason. And because I am so close, it does give me a chance to put up bigger numbers yeah. and be more competitive and have that Wilkes or IPF points that they call it now. Because if I were to go compete in 74, I would get annihilated because that's a different, that amount of body weight at that level is just translates to different. Like yeah, it's more power. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think the top guy in that was Taylor Atwood. Right now he's ranked as like the best powerlifter in the world. He he has like almost like 300 pounds on me. So it's like a total. Wow. So it's like no way. <laughs> you know, as opposed to the guy who just won it, it's only, it's within reach, you know, 50-ish pounds. It's not. It's nothing crazy. I say you take like five years off, but twenty pounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of muscle really. Joseph, I've been trying to gain weight. Yeah, I've been trying to get more jacked. This. Yeah, you're a trained. <laughs> this is where I'm at. Yeah. This is where my body's at. <laughs> what do we say is three to three to five pounds, or was it less uh, that know, you can gain I know, a year? I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> cut that. Cut that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so based on your Instagram, you do a lot of SBD days. Yeah. What non-SBD, one non-squat bench deadlift lift contributes the most to your main lifts? Caps. <laughs> Absolutely. Because that's where the power comes from. The base. The base. The calves. Foundation. The fast twitch muscles. <laughs> now, um, see, so basically right now because i am so close to competition it's very specific so i do a lot of squat bench deadlift Mm -hmm. so all three all three so i don't do squat bench deadlift every single day that's just on saturdays Mm -hmm. that's one day that's just because that's what i see on instagram (laughs) but there's days that i do squat bench Mm -hmm. and then i do another day where i just deadlift and then i do another that's squat bench and another day with squat bench deadlift and then i have accessories in there like arms and hip thrust and but those don't really translate to the lift, at least okay. not for me. They're more for uh, health reasons, making sure the areas you're not hitting in squat bench deadlift, you don't mm-hmm. get injured and things like that, things of that nature. Okay. So when I was further out from competition, um, I would throw in other 
uh, variations, maybe like a SSB squat day. Um, not because I think it was going to translate over more. It's just because I would get bored just doing squat all the time. So just okay. something different. Like SSBs, like block pulls, you do those? Um, I actually, yeah, I tried block pulls not so long ago last year. Those were uh-huh. fun. Uh-huh. Um, again, actually, those I think they did help me with positioning. Okay. So that, that could translate to maybe you're lacking in some areas with technique. You could use that as... Wait, really? Cause, yeah. Uh, well, you pull sumo? Yeah. And posi- like rack pulls, block pulls? Is that, that's not, not rack thing, pulls. Right? Okay. I don't do okay. rack pulls. Oh, okay. But I do do block pulls. Hmm? Yeah, I guess you okay. could say that. I mean, you could still technically do rack pulls depending on how wide it's your like sumo, sumo stand is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I'd, I'd rather do block pulls. Um okay. But like you could even do like pause deadlifts, which again is just uh, to bring some spice into your training and also helps the positioning as well. A uh, bunch of different things. Um, same with squats. You could do pause squats. You could do tempo squats. You could do close grip bench press, wide grip bench press, pause bench press, like a bunch of variations. Um, so basically, in my opinion, like, the way you're going to get stronger is just doing the lifts over and over and over. And then you could do other variations um, if you get bored or if you need other things to kind of help you cue better. So, for example, um, like that SS, SSB bar for mm-hmm. squats. Some people tend to tip over some, tip, over, tip forward when they squat. So some people use that to kind of, because if you've ever used it, 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 it makes you stay upright. Yeah. Because if you tip forward, like you're your going. back is done. <laughs> So it kind of teaches you to that skill. And then some people feel like that helps them. It transfers over to their actual squat. And SSB, I don't know if everybody knows this. It's a different type of bar, like right. a specialty bar. Right. Safety squat bar? Yeah. Okay. It has so, like a little padding with a little square. Yeah. And you hold it. So to answer your question, I'm very specific. So if I want to get stronger with squat, I'm going to squat more. Okay. That's pretty much it. Um, how tight is your singlet? The new one is super tight, and I love it. Because I think it. you trained in it, so right? Do like I. when I yeah, <laughs> I love it. I trained, yeah. I, so I used to have a Titan one, and now it's framed in my wall. No, not not yet, but I am. So I'm, I'm being serious. That's cool. Um, I, like I never washed it. <laughs> actually, well, actually, I just lent it to my friend Mike. You know Mike from yeah, yeah. Threshold, and he didn't wash it, so I have to wash it. Okay. <laughs> he gave it to me. I was like, "Hey, bro, did you wash this?" Like, no. Like, come on, man. <laughs> So I'm gonna have to wash that, and then I'm gonna put that away. I'm gonna retire it. So I bought a new one uh, from SPD as well because I wanted it to match my knee sleeves. Can I borrow that old one? It fit around your leg. You could <laughs> borrow it. Yeah, you could borrow it, but I, I wouldn't give it to you. Sort of walk around. With, yeah. yeah, walk around yeah. in it. Um. So yeah, because I bought new knee sleeves. This is SPD. They're white and black. So I bought a new singlet to match. Dang. Um, and it's very tight. But I like it because this one's actually short. So it shows off the quads a little bit. I think, did you bench press in it recently? Like, yeah. did you post that? Yeah, you okay. post like That's yesterday, right? Remember yeah, it. I've been wearing it this, like, oh. this entire week. I've been wearing it. Like tomorrow I'm going to wear it again. So I like it. If it feels really good. It has to look a good amount of compression. Dinner date, club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get used hey, to it. Hey, babe. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
See everything. She's gonna go to the airport like that. <laughs> it's like I got nothing. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> promise. Oh, you. you could go ahead, sir. Yeah, I'm gonna go scan you. <laughs> oh, we can see you're not carrying nothing. Yeah, you're not, you're not carrying a yeah. package. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna harm nobody. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, um, I don't know if I ever paid attention enough, but do you train with music or with headphones on? And if you do, what's on your playlist? Yeah, I do. Um, I listen to feel-good music, so things that make me happy. Do you have a guilty pleasure song? What is what is that? Like like a like a Taylor Swift song or Britney Spears song that hypes you up? No, I don't listen to that. Do you? <laughs> this felt more. This Hey, 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 let's stay on the topic. <laughs> it was very specific examples you threw out there. We're interviewing Morgan today. <laughs> okay, feel good music. No, um, I, I like to listen to music. It makes me uh, happy. So okay. I listen to a lot of like house music. Uh, I have my old like rap uh, playlist as well. A lot of Eminem in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly a lot of Eminem. I got some... I got a playlist, a set of a DJ, Avicii. I don't know if you guys know who that mm-hmm. is. So he, he died. So he was like my age. Um, but I really liked his music because it made you feel good and happy. And it just, I like playing a certain set because it brings back memories when I went to an event with some of my best friends. So it makes me feel like really good. Aww. So I'm, a, I'm a not an angry lifter. Like I feel if I'm control of my emotions, I'll perform consistently every single time as opposed to hyping myself up. Okay. And it could be very inconsistent just because of my personality. It works for some people, but not for me. Okay. Um, and kind of similar to that, you kind of like led into it. So at a meet, like obviously you can't have your headphones on while you're lifting, but like how, what's happening backstage um, or behind the platform? I don't know. What is it called? <laughs> backstage. <laughs> yeah. Like while you're getting ready for your next lift, while you're waiting for all the other everybody's just in their own zone do you have headphones on are you listening to that kind of music i have my headphones on Mm -hmm. um i don't talk to anyone like um i've i know the other lifters i know i've made friends but when it comes to the day of competition no one's my friend yeah it's just i'm focused on me trying to do me get in my zone uh visualizing my lifts uh, execution what i'm gonna do um, and yes, yeah, it's the same old routine. Same thing I do at the gym is the same thing I do there. Warm up, do my warm ups, go in there, go lift. And once it's time to lift, I take off my headphones, tell my coach to hold them and go do my thing. So nothing much, nothing changes. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. So the first time that I went to a powerlifting, it was yours, uh, in Rancho or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like a ton of people were using like the smelling salts and like, having people smack them on the back and like, like, you know, whatever. Like how you, I think you said like angry lifting. Yeah. Um, have you ever Let's done go. any of that? Yeah. Little, little hit to the nuts. This is bigger yeah. than you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the things, all the, you no, know. No, I don't okay. need that shit. No. Well, have you ever trained with it? Like the smelling salt or anything? I've or? tried it just to mess around at the gym. Okay. Like at threshold because they have it there. Um, oh, okay. But I don't care for it. It does, okay. it does nothing for me. It actually... It actually distracts me. Sometimes it's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that stuff. I'm not okay. a power lifter, but I agree. I tried it before and I'm like, I don't want to lift now. This is, yeah. this is not pleasant. Yeah. It's anything like the slaps on the back. 
Like, like you like, turn it, you square up. Dash. <laughs> no, I want to fight the guy behind me now. <laughs> no, I don't need that stuff. I don't. Okay. No, the more the more stuff I could control, the better. I don't need someone trying to hype me up. I could do that myself when I need it. So I don't need nothing to make that switch go on. I could do it. Nice. Um. So this is the first meet I think that you're doing where you're like right at the tail end of 75 hard do you think that's helped you or harmed you with your training in any way i i think it's helped me actually yeah yeah because i don't know if it's the i mean it could be a culmination of different things um so after this year's so right now i'm working with some coaches right um alfred and john from the strength guys and the reason i got a coach was because I got tired of coming up short every single time, like feeling like so, I just felt like something was missing. Mm. And I felt like I wasn't taking care of all the details, all the things I could take care of. So I hired someone to kind of hold me accountable. And so I told myself after nationals, I was going to do everything I could to be ready for competition. So one of the main things that I knew would affect me in the past is just because I don't have a competition, I would just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, so my diet would be a big thing. Just go out the window. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Go out and have my friends. And competition's over. It don't matter if I gain some weight. But that does affect you because then I would be having to cut down for a competition. And all that energy being spent on cutting down, it could have been energy spent on getting better each session. So that's dead time. That's time that just is wasted. So this year, I was able to... I've maintained my my weight since competition. I so for competition I was one forty seven ish, forty eight ish. I only gained two pounds, and then I was gonna say at one fifty. My coach told me like two months out. He's like, "Hey, I need you at where's your body weight?" I told him. He's like, "I need you at one forty eight." I'm like, "All right." Two weeks I was there, so I've been chilling for the past eight weeks. Eating burgers. Yeah, doing what I want. So, and that's been a so that's something I haven't had to stress about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I made sure to take care of so I wouldn't have to deal with that pressure anymore of making weight. What was the, what was the question? Oh, the 75 hard part. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then 75, because it forces you to go out on walks, uh, stay on your diet, stay hydrating, uh, read a book. It's like... You get some vitamin D. Vitamin D, you know, <laughs> give and receive. Uh, <laughs> you know. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh You're my so God, red. why am I like this? <laughs> why are you like this? But anyway, um, the real Morgan comes out. <laughs> oh, there you go. But, uh, yeah, so it's been helping, especially because, well, not because it forces you to be on top of your diet, go on walks and all that stuff. Uh, but also just because we're so busy now, like you guys have your own thing going on and 75 hard is not easy because it's that on top of everything else that you do already. Mm-hmm. So it, it forces me to just stay in my zone. I rarely go out. I just spend time with you guys. <laughs> so sad. And Tiang, Best the gym. time of your life. You know, that's, that's it. Like I have nothing to do. What else do you need? So it just keeps me focused <laughs> on training, uh, what I do for work, for life, um, friends and special people. And that's it. So it's, time not there's no time being wasted anywhere 
So yes, 75 hard has definitely helped. Nice. I'm seeing if I have any other ones left. Tim wanted me to ask one. I forgot. I know. It oh, probably, it probably has nothing to do with it. It doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he said, why are you? So, and I didn't write the word that he said. Um, but why are you so against wearing shorts? I think he wants to see your legs more. Why are you so against wearing shorts? Because um, I prefer tight stuff. Hear <laughs> <laughs> uh, that? Tim, that was for you. Oh, Tim, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hear that T? Oh, which oh, one? No. Which one? <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, I, I prefer, I don't, so. He's always like I just think I just think stopped. shorts look funny <laughs> on people. Well, especially me, just because, well, I'm team small calves, you know, so it just looks a little weird. And then <laughs> I just don't like them. I prefer wearing tights. So I wear my, my, my virus tights and I'll, I've been wearing my singlet as shorts these past couple of days. Yeah. I just wear a shirt over it. And it looks like I'm wearing short shorts, but it's my singlet. <laughs> it's like those like So I'm not against shorts. I guess I'm not against <laughs> shorts. I'm just I just like tight shorts. shorts. <laughs> yeah. I like showing off the gains. Okay. <laughs> I should try it sometime, Tim. I never even noticed that you very rarely wear shorts. He yeah. always comments on it too. And then when you do wear tights, he's like he doesn't even wear shorts over them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah <laughs> like what joseph's doing today yeah that's this kind is, of this is how you're supposed to do it you yeah. wear tights and then you put shorts over the tights well those are different type of tights okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> well uh, to be clear if i go out in public no actually no no, no. <laughs> singlet, singlet always that's, um, why, that's why i have to wear the shorts over the tights mm-hmm yeah. Uh, and I know, I mean, this isn't like a bodybuilding competition where like you've been restricting uh, with your diet, but do you have any plans for like a celebration meal? Um, so there's a couple of guys that are being coached by my coach. Mm-hmm. They call themselves um, the A-team a- because one of the coaches' name is Alfred. Oh. So A-team. Um, so we're like in a little group chat and we're all going to go. Well, actually, we haven't agreed to it, but I think we're going to go eat somewhere after. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it'll be like a, a group celebration thing. Have a couple of beers. No? Whiskey? Um, no beer for me because I'm doing 75 oh, hard. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. I don't even oh, care okay. for drinking anymore, mm. to be honest. It's whatever. Yeah, you're going to win there. But like, you know what? You're not invited, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess the meat itself is a celebration. Okay. I mean. You can Tango celebrate. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. She's, she's gonna walk out with your singlet on. Ooh. <laughs> well, my singlet? With your singlet. Oh, he said. No. <laughs> nah. He's like, nah. That, oh, that's precious. Take that off. I, <laughs> get okay. all pissed. I think that's all I have for questions. Anything else you want to share, Morgan, that we didn't ask you? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really remember what you guys asked. To be honest, I'm, just, I'm <laughs> sweating over out. here. I don't like talking about myself. You really don't. But this was fun. Um, I will say. Learning. So my personal expectations for this meet mm-hmm. is just um, PR because I haven't PR'd in a meet in over a year. So I want to go nine for nine. But if I went eight for nine, I'd be happy because my best is seven for nine. So I just want to do better mm-hmm. at this meet. Um, nine for nine. I want to PR my total um, and just have fun. That's it. And whatever happens, happens. Just do my best. So nine for nine. But nine for nine is my 
my big goal because I've never done that. And I feel like I can't, I can't tell my athletes, Hey, you got to go in there and do nine for nine when I haven't done nine for nine. You know, it's kind of like, I got to walk the walk, you know? So I, nine for nine is what I want to do. And then usually when you go nine for nine, good things happen because a lot of people fail. Example me, (laughs) I failed a lot of lifts and it's put me like in third place. So nine for nine. And then just after this meet build for nationals and my total, the goal, the total I want to hit at nationals is a 1550 or more, which is big because my best right now is 1445. So we're talking almost a hundred pound total that I want to do in a year, which I think is possible. The only reason I'm not that close is because I haven't executed at meets and I've been injured. But I know I'm capable of it, so that's my goal for nationals. But for the Arnolds, it's nine for nine. Just go out there, have fun, enjoy it, because there really isn't much on the line for that one. And nationals next year, when is that? Uh, October. It's going to be in Florida. It's October 2021? This year. Oh, this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. This year. Did I say last year? Yeah. Uh, this year, this year. Nice. Well, I think he meant that he hit the 14 last year. Yeah, 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 and so this year in October would be a year. Yeah, I got you. I'm paying attention. Yeah. (laughs) So nationals is in Florida. So after this meet, I'm not doing any other meet till nationals, and then depending what happens in nationals, we'll see what what I do after. Okay. Because if you, because if I win nationals, I'm going to worlds. That's I ain't doing the Arnold. I'm going to worlds. Okay. That's the goal. If not, then I'm doing the Arnold again. There's, there's plans cool. either way there's plans to steal body so yeah show. one or two meets per year okay so. so this episode airs on monday the second and when do you leave for ohio i leave i feel like i just said this already <laughs> <laughs> i leave on deja vu i leave on wednesday from from ontario california 5 a.m right 5 a.m yeah 5 a.m i get there 11 a.m and i'll be there till monday okay so almost and five days Oh, nice. Okay, so then, yeah, so while you're there, are you planning on going to, like, the Arnold Expo or, like, seeing any of the events going on? Yeah, so I compete Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. Mm. So I think my mine's going to be done before 4 because that's when the next one starts. So once I'm done, I'm going to eat, and then I'm going to go see all the other competitions, like strongman, bodybuilding, weightlifting, all the other sports going on because... That's that's exciting about this event is because there's going to be top athletes from different sports all in one place. So I'm like pretty hyped because I don't know, it's just cool because I don't really go see all that stuff because I don't like spending money. (laughs) So I'm like, well, if it's all going to be there, then I'm going to go see these people because I can appreciate as most people do, like these people that just put their blood, sweat and tears into their sport, into their craft and yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out and explore. Okay, anyone or any sport specific or any athlete that you're interested <clears throat> in seeing? No in athlete any, in anything. specific. Okay. Um, I do want to see the strongman competitions because um, I'm just intrigued by these monsters. Yeah. Like, I see the amount of weight they do. It's crazy. So I do want to see that. And probably, um, I know, what is it? There's like uh, martial arts going on as well. Oh. So I want to go see something like that because I've never seen that in person either. That's pretty much it. But I'm pretty sure I'll see other things that pique my interest. And you're so good at like being in the moment 
and not being on social media, but are you planning on like documenting any part of like your meet or is anybody like teeing or anyone that's going with you like going to film or oh, I always how, can, film. how can get how can we get like a little I always film. I make short movies. I just haven't posted them. So I have oh. I I haven't posted. So I had a YouTube where I would post everything on, but now I make them and I just keep them for myself for memory. Well, that's rude. But PR <laughs> <laughs> podcast listeners, we're gonna do a poll. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna record up. everything for sure. Okay. Yeah. So I have like I have drives of just memories wow. in there. Um, I remember, I remember. I remember for your last show, we we're able to watch it online. Is it gonna be the same oh, for this? Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be live streamed. Okay, for sure. Yeah, on YouTube, I think. Um, I'll put the link somewhere. Give okay. it to you guys. Yeah, we'll post it. So that's that's kind of what I was asking because. Uh, we're not going. Yeah. So we'll be here cheering you on. But anything you could share with us that we can share on the PR podcast page. And then I was going to ask, with your permission, if like when this episode airs on the second, that second and third, I don't know, before you leave, right? Can we put up some, uh, what is it, the sticker, the sticker, the question sticker so people can ask you any kind of questions they have? Like, will you have time? Yeah. At the airport That's cool. or something? Yeah, I'm fine. I'll have plenty of time. <laughs> chilling i don't compete till saturday so i'll be chilling in ohio cool i don't so know i don't know what there is to do over there my coach lives out there so maybe well, you said it was gonna be cold huh yeah oh child <laughs> yeah. yeah ask away any questions okay so we'll put a poll up so that listeners can ask whatever yeah. Yeah, anything that sure. we might have missed it yeah. could be about anything yeah <laughs> anything anything you guys already know how i am so why you like this? <laughs> That's gonna be the question. <laughs> it all started when. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, this is uh, be the last time we're gonna see you before you before you head up to Ohio, most likely. You made that sound so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, stay healthy, lift heavy, and you know, bring some shit, bring some shit back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if that's, you want to throw some PR podcast stickers. Yeah, that's the goal. I didn't, I didn't mention anything <laughs> about winning, but it's just my mindset is. If I take care of what I got to do, we party. You know, like the wins will come, yes, the, the medals bitch, and all that yes. stuff. It's just not my focus. But fuck no. yeah, I want to win. Yeah. So we'll see. Fuck yeah. Win that shit. Plenty cool. of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Always goes there. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thank you guys again for tuning in for another week of the PR podcast. We appreciate you guys always tuning in. Uh, if you guys can continue to share uh, the PR podcast all over social media like it has been, uh, we we love seeing you guys repost the stuff that we do. We love the burger challenge that you guys are following along with. We love all the chocolate and pineapple stuff you guys are posting. Um, and yeah, just please continue to just to uh, share this podcast with your family and friends and all social media. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast at pr.podcast. You can follow Annabelle at evolve.annabelle. You can follow me at fit underscore fluential and you can follow Morgan and his um arnold journey at morgan.aquino i like that (laughs) (laughs) so thank you guys for tuning in for another week and if you guys are listening on itunes please leave us a five-star rating and an awesome review we really really appreciate that that i help move us up on the charts and let more people discover us thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time bye peace see ya